Hey folks, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 534, titled The New Gen. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. Thanks for joining me yet again uh, for another fun, exciting, fun-filled, fantastic, amazing episode of this Xbox Life. Uh, looks like this is going to be another solo show. Uh, my good buddy Mark, aka Wingman709, he, uh, he had a conflict, uh, could not make it. He's... Uh, on scene at E3 at uh, XO18. <laughs> I guess that's the, the running joke with stuff. So um, hopefully he'll be back uh, next weekend. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be back next episode. Episode uh, three, wait, 535, I think is the one. But anyway, this is the show about Xbox gaming, Xbox gaming, anything else that we want to talk about. Sometimes also called the Fortnite podcast. I just joke about that because I play a lot of that lately. But uh, a couple quick things uh, to mention uh, real quick before we get rolling with the show. Uh, listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube on Sundays, approximately 10 p.m.-ish Central right now. And then uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox and gaming and the views in it opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So um, I'll get into the round table here in just a quick second. Just wanted to mention that I've been playing a pretty fun mode on uh, Fortnite, Save the World. Uh, big surprise there, hearing me mention Fortnite. But uh, I've been playing uh, War Games, which is a new mode in save the world it's been around for a couple weeks now uh basically instead of the regular save the world you go into your store into your storm shield defense and you can choose a whole number of different kinds of of let's say attacks and what happens so i i play this one that's kind of interesting where what you do is you have your base all set up and then these uh, storms pop up at various parts of your storm shield and you cannot go into those because they like leech your health. So basically anything that happens over there, you are now stuck. You can't fix it. You can't, you know, you can't repair the walls over there. And I played this mode solo. So basically wherever one of these things pops up, I, I can't go there at all. Cause if you're solo, as soon as you get bumped, I'm sorry, as, as soon as, you get knocked down, you are done. The mission's over. If you're playing with other people, you can get revived. So at least you have a chance. But if you got taken out over there, chances are whoever comes in to revive you is going to be taken out as well. But uh, so up to seven of these things pop up. And then at the same time, there's a whole ton of regular husks. They keep attacking and just over just a huge line of them. But what's kind of interesting about this is I've got my base built up in such a way and my hero loadout is, is in such a way where it's a constructor that does this ability called a base, which protects your storm shield and basically heals the walls. So you basically like AFK and farm mats. It's, it's interesting. It's just fun to be able to do it where you basically solo these things and you get like legendary materials and, um, you know, it's one of those things I can't say that it's really fun, but it's fun to know that you can do it. That's if that makes sense. But anyway, 
so much uh, for uh, Fortnite there. I'll get on with the round table. Uh, a couple things that I wanted to talk about is, uh, well, first, actually, before I get on with that, just want to make a bunch of uh, quick announcements. Make sure to subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. And then also we have a Patreon uh, account, so you can support the show. Uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Any, anything that you can send our way is appreciated. Helps keeps the light on over here. And then also you can give us a tip at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate. And thank you to all our patrons and everybody that's given us a tip through the tip jar. And then also uh, the latest person that subscribed to us on on uh, Twitch Prime is uh, ZakeStar123. Thanks so much for subscribing yet again. And just real quick on that, if you have Amazon Prime and you have a Twitch account, you can link the two together and you get one free subscription to send to any show that you want. And if you send it our way, much appreciated. Thank you very much. And thanks to everybody that's done that so far. All right, uh, on to the round table again. But uh, what I wanted to talk about was some of the new generation of systems that are coming out now in the next year or so, year two, year two years, we've got PS5, we've got Stadia, we've got Xbox, we've got mystery consoles, we've got, you know, gaming systems, you know, Apple's throwing their hat into the ring. You know, all these companies want a piece of the gaming dollar, which currently surpasses that of the box office. That's right. So that. That is a thing. And I think I talked about that last week or the week before where more money is generated through gaming than it is through movies or, and lots of other, you know, forms of entertainment, which is surprising, but it's not surprising. Does that mean there's a lot of closet gamers out there? People that don't want to admit it. I don't know, but anyway, so there's a whole bunch of new stuff that is coming down the pipe, pipe, right? You know, we've got uh, Stadia and Hi, all those other Phil. systems. Thanks Uh-oh. so much for joining us today. That's very annoying. Sorry about that. I wish that um, Chrome would block stuff like Firefox does. But anyway, got it open in Firefox here. Just my notes. Uh, so one of the things that, you know, people are thinking because there's not a whole lot of information that's available on some of these systems, at least not yet, right? Uh, that's coming later on this year. But, you know, some of the things that people are thinking is like, hey, you know, going with these new streaming services, I, I don't need hardware. I don't need lots of things. It's going to be cheaper. Well, it may or it may not be. And there was an interesting article on CNET that talked about Stadia in particular where the headline reads, Google Stadia games reportedly won't be cheaper than PS4 and Xbox One versions. And some of the uh, stuff that comes in with this is actually kind of interesting. So, you know, some of the things that we know about Stadia, of course, is, you know, you're going to need a hefty internet connection and supposedly, you know, a consistent internet connection. Because I know some of us, like, I have Comcast in the U.S. here in the Chicago area, and I think it's good for the most part, right? It's it's decent, but I don't think the quality is necessarily consistent. I don't think that it is uh, good 
most of the time. I think it's good some of the time, but there's definitely bad times. And I don't know if it's just congestion or, or what it is, or maybe just the area, weather. There's a lot of things that could affect it. So we know you need that. We know that you need to buy that controller, right? At least if you want to take part in the uh, the fall, right? November, I believe, is uh, when they're doing that launch. And it's going to involve Chromecast. You can play it on any device. And, you know, games, you know, what's that going to look like? You know, what's going to be out there? How much is it going to cost? So uh, there was a uh, interview or uh, something here with uh, Stadia. And the guy's name is Phil. So the, the head of Stadia, Phil Harrison, uh, he revealed that the games for Stadia are going to cost the same as PS4 and Xbox One. And in the interview, he said, I don't know why they would be cheaper. So, okay. So at this point, let's let's take a look at that. So we're going to be paying full price, right? For these games, 60 bucks or more, maybe if there's any kind of price hike anytime soon. So you're going to be paying $60 and you just don't need to buy hardware, which is a one-time cost anyway. And now you're going to succumb to the problems of the internet. Hmm. I don't know. It's maybe not looking quite as rosy. I'm not trying to downplay this or, you know, rag on this thing at all, but you know, it's just something to think about. So he said, I don't know why it would be cheaper. The value you get from the game on Stadia means that you can play it on any screen in your life. TV, PC, laptop, tablet, phone. In theory, the Stadia version of a game is going to be the highest possible quality of innovation and sophistication on the game engine side. Well, I I, I could see that, I guess. So you're not tied to a graphics card, potentially, right? that you might have like in like a aging Xbox one that came out in 2013. And uh, he didn't say specifically how much the games will cost. Uh, basically saying that uh, publishers and developers are in, you know, some control of the price and uh, Stadia pro comes with the added benefit of discount opportunities on content to purchase. Discount specifics will be disclosed once the platform is live. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, you know, we're already getting heavy discounts on games leased on Xbox, right? Especially if it's a Ubisoft game. <laughs> Two weeks later, it's half price. But uh, uh, it goes on to say that uh, Stadia is going to be launching with 30 games, right, in November. And then uh, you'll have a few options on how to approach Stadia. Uh, with two of the options not being available until next year. And then the freebie tier is available. Um, we basically see the free tier is available where you get up to 1080 uh, 60p, 60 uh, hertz frames per second, whatever. Uh, and it's in stereo, but you need 10 megabit per second or megabyte per second. And then the cost version, $10 a month pro tier gives you 4K, 60p, HDR quality. You need 35 meg down. And you also get 5.1 surround sound. 
and some kind of free games added to your library and discounts. So the freebie version, you got to pay for the games for the pro tier. You got to still pay for the games plus 10 bucks a month. And it sounds like uh, Xbox live to me. Hmm. We shall see. But then uh, the only way to play it this year in 2019 is uh, you need the Founders Edition. It's a $130 limited pre-order offer. Uh, you can jump into the action in November. You get that fancy limited edition controller. I don't know what that's going to be worth. Uh, Chromecast Ultra, three months of Stadia Pro. That's $30 value, right? Uh, Destiny 2 and the first access to username creation. So I guess that gives you the opportunity to, you know, claim your name. And then you can also pre-order a controller on its own for $69. And um, that's if you don't want to pay the 130 for the limited edition where you get all that extra stuff. So technically, I guess if it's $130, it's $30 for three months of service, right? So then from that 100 you get a $70 controller and the Chromecast Ultra and some games. Yeah, I don't know. But then that right there, 130 bucks, that's like halfway to an Xbox One S that's on sale, right? Or more than halfway. So that's kind of interesting there, just uh, some of these specifics onto what's coming down the pipe. And it's going to be interesting to see how other companies react to this and if there's going to be some mimicking. Because, you know, if one company has success with something, other companies will jump on the bandwagon, right? Because, uh, you know, what works for one will work for another. Hey, that happened with Battle Royale. That happens with mobile games all the time with all the clones out there. Why not for these services? Alrighty, so <clears throat> with, uh, that's it with Stadia. Then there was uh, a couple of interesting uh, tweets and so forth about uh, Phil Spencer, you know, the guy who's in charge of the Xbox uh, platform. And, you know, a couple, what, a couple weeks back, we had that uh, press release announcement, whatever you want to call it. Actually, it wasn't, wasn't a press release. It was more of an announcement, uh, basically, where they kind of did you know, that updates to the terms of conduct, you know, what you could do and say, you know, kind of talking about, hey, everybody be nice to each other kind of kind of speech. Because, you know, some people are pretty toxic on the internet, right? That, that happens once in a while. And what uh, Phil had mentioned was that uh, Xbox Live is not a platform for free speech. So, you know, kind of think about that a little bit. I think with the way things are on the internet, you know, everybody feels like, hey, on Facebook, you know, Twitter, whatever, Instagram, all these different platforms, YouTube, people can say whatever they want. It's like their platform where they can go out, they can say anything to anybody, they can say anything about anybody, uh, whatever they want. So, you know, if you kind of think about it, Xbox Live is a system for communication and it's really geared towards, you know, people communicating with the, within a game. You know, you're talking to your buddies, your friends, having a good time, 
Uh, if you're playing a multiplayer game, you know, you can converse, you can plan and all that stuff. It's not open to do whatever you want, you know, to, uh, you know, if you have an agenda, if you're going to be doing something, if you're going to be griefing people, it, it's not for that. And, you know, I, I think that makes a better experience, at least for gamers and such. And uh, he also went on, you know, along of a, a different vein here. He said he looked at the numbers thanks to fans who made 2019 a grade E3 for Xbox record social traffic during this week, record views of the briefing, two times the number of fans watching inside Xbox, thousands of people in the Microsoft theater to watch the briefing and to play the games. You all made E3 2019 great. So he posted that, uh, I don't know, about a week and a half ago. So, um, and then there was another post here. Um, this is on Twitter. It said that Phil Spencer and Dr. Chris Bishop are pushing the boundaries of creativity, innovation, and fun in gaming. They highlight how Microsoft's unique ability to deliver the tools, talent, and resources is shaping the future of gaming. And, uh, uh, you know, that's a very good point because, you know, we've talked about it before where there's been innovation going on, right? Innovation going on in, in terms of gaming. And it's all due to Microsoft, right? We had Xbox Live and Game Pass and, you know, a lot of the stuff with streaming and now with Game Pass Ultimate, you know, they're they're leading the charge for things. You know, the, they got a lot of flack for internet connected consoles. You know, I've, my Xboxes, Xbox Ones at least, have been pretty much connected to the internet almost the entire time since 2013. Well, I take the back. There was a period where I was moving where it wasn't, but actually two moves. But, uh, you know, something that seemed like a huge big deal back then is definitely normal now. So, you know, connectivity, new services, they're definitely pushing um, the gaming uh, environment and so forth in new directions. And, that, and that's very, very cool. And well, there was another story that I guess I'm skipping because I just closed the window on it accidentally, but, um, okay, never mind then. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's definitely cool that, uh, they're giving us new stuff and we'll see what happens over the next, uh, year or so, two years, because now there's more competitors in the ring. You know, Apple is coming out with their own service that they supposedly spent, what, like $500 million creating. And, you know, they have to get in the ring in there. The, these new companies coming in, Stadia and Apple, they're, they're coming into this environment that Sony and Xbox have been in, and Nintendo, they've been in it for years you know, Xbox has been in, in it, what, for almost 20, Nintendo for way longer, Sony since, what, the mid-90s or so. You know, these companies have built-in brands, or not built-in, they have built these brands that everybody knows. You know, you don't have to be a gamer to know about Sony and Xbox. You've heard of them, at least most people have. And... uh these new companies have to build that awareness. They have to get a foothold in there. And I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. They've got to really innovate 
And just having games on a platform is not a guarantee to work. Like, look at what happened with Ouya, right? That was a Kickstarter console. I backed it, what, a couple years back? Five, no, it was probably like six, seven years ago now. It was a little Android box. It was a cube. It had these controllers. It had its own store. And it was going to be like the bee's knees. It was going to have all this cool stuff for it. Gone. Actually, the store got bought by Razer. Because I guess they were going to shut down the Ouya store. They got bought by Razer, the dudes that make the you know headsets and mice and everything. Peripherals for PC. They bought that. And they just shut, Razer just shut it down recently. So, you know, you can see that these platforms are not a guarantee for success. Um, you know, even when it seems like it's going good, it's, you got to have persistence. You got to have, you know, the stuff that Sony, Nintendo and Microsoft have. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right. And then a uh, couple games that are leaving Game Pass this month. There's two on here that i'm sad to see go because well they're they're good games they're good games i guess i'm not sad to see them go it's just i wish they didn't go because i want people to enjoy them uh number one shadow complex remastered this is one of my favorite games of all time and uh i've played it twice three times now at least um but a whole lot of fun done by the makers of fortnite and there's actually the in inside Fortnite. there's actually shadow complex posters in some of the buildings on the walls you know like in like bedrooms or basements and if you know what it looks like you recognize it but uh you know it doesn't say shadow complex on it it just has the image of it which is kind of neat so shadow complex remastered gone devil may cry 4 special edition is gone that Island Definitive Edition, that Island, another great game. Zombie Apocalypse game there. Uh, Ultimate Marvel and Capcom 3 is gone, and Zombie Army Trilogy. So all of those, uh, I believe on the 30th, which is today. Yes, I believe they're leaving today. So they're if they're not gone, they're almost gone. And then... There was an interesting article on Forbes about uh, backwards compatibility. So if you heard any of the content or watched any of the E3 uh, information, uh, briefings and so forth, you you found out that Xbox back compat is gone. They're taking the team and they're shifting their efforts to not just making like 360 and stuff games, Xbox original games work on xbox one they're going to be working on making all xbox games play on you know x cloud possibly the new system so they're kind of stopping releases now this is my perception of it they're stopping the releases but they are continuing their efforts and we're going to get bigger picture releases i guess in the future as we'll be able to play anything on Xbox. If it was playable on an Xbox, you can play it on an Xbox. That was my interpretation of this. But uh, Forbes talked about a couple of different um, a couple of different games 
that never made it to back compat. They missed the cut. And, you know, people are kind of sorry to, you know, see that they did not make the cut. So let's see here. Uh, of the list here, the first one that they note, which is one that I would have loved to see in Back and Pat, is Blur. This is a game that Mark and I talk about in uh, you know great length in, the, in past episodes. It was probably one of the funnest arcade racers out there. It was just it wasn't too serious. It was not a simulation by any means. You know, it's definitely more Forza Horizon than Forza. And you know, there's been some games that have come out in the past that have tried to kind kind of mimic this, but you know, nothing has really come close. I don't know. There's just something special about this game. And, you know, Bizarre Creations, you know, the guys that made this, they also made Project Gotham Racing and they made Geometry Wars. Uh, and a couple other games, but this by far is one of the best racing games that were out there for the 360. And it's a it's a shame. It's a shame it did not make the cut. Also, uh, the next one that they mention here is Beautiful Katamari. Now, this is a game that I never really played a whole lot. Um, I remember it from the old PSP days. Uh, basically, or was it? Was it PSP or was it PlayStation? I don't know. It was, it was originally like uh, a Sony game, basically where you're just rolling stuff. <laughs> this is the best way I can describe it. You're rolling this ball. It's picking up everything, you know, kind of like what happens with a snowball when, and you're rolling it, making a snowman, right? You're just rolling it and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's kind of like what it is. But People just loved the Katamari games, and it's a shame that this didn't make it. Uh, Max Payne 3, they also list in here. Um, Max Payne is something that I think is, hmm, I, I guess it's polarizing a little bit. You know, some people like it, some people not so much, but uh, this one did not make the cut. The next one, the Rock Band series. So I, I don't know how this one would have gone uh, because, you know, you need peripherals for this. So this one could have been a tough one to do, maybe. But, uh, you know, there there were some music games for or rock band, guitar hero, whatever games for the Xbox One. But it would have been nice to be able to port all of that old stuff uh, in the DLC. And I know some of that stuff like transferred over, if I remember right, because I, I know Mark would know better than I would because he played this a lot more than I did. But, uh, you know, Rock Band was a heck of a lot of fun, and it, it's, uh, it's a shame this one didn't make it over. And then uh, last one here is Scott Pilgrim versus The World, The Game. I never played this one myself, so I can't really talk much about this. It's a XBLA game. Um, and it came out in August 2010, it looks like. So the license uh, expired, looks like, and if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. There's uh, some board games on this as well. But uh, yeah, those are ones that they mentioned. I'd be curious if uh, the community members can think of other games that they wish 
were uh, brought over that did not make the cut, uh, you know, let us know uh, in the forum on Facebook there, not forum, in the Facebook group. Alrighty, and then I believe that's it. Yeah, that's all we're going to talk about today. All right, uh, on to the community stuff. Real quick, you can leave us a voicemail at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the voicemail widget, leave us a message, or you can send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life. Also, we have a Twitter group and a Facebook group. If you have a, uh, if you're on Facebook, you want to join the community, answer two simple questions, and you'll be welcomed into the group. Unless you're a spammer or you're shilling stuff that you shouldn't be, then we'll see. We'll see if uh, how that works out. Alrighty. But uh, on to this week's retail releases. Alrighty. This week's retail releases. This is for the week of July 3rd through July 5th, right? So this is what, Wednesday through Friday, I believe, right? Because the 4th is Thursday, yes. So Wednesday through Friday, it looks like no releases on Tuesday this week, probably because it's a holiday week here in the United States. So we got a couple of things here on the 3rd. We have Illusion La Falsia. I think that's how you say it. This is Xbox Play Anywhere. Also on the third, Ovivo. That's Xbox One X Enhanced. On July 4th, Stranger Things 3, the game. Uh, on Then on the 5th, we have Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle. Hero Express. This one is Xbox One X Enhanced. That's weird that Hero Express, which is like an indie game, is enhanced, but Attack on Titan 2 isn't. And then uh, Sea of Solitude, that looks like a really funky game. And then They Are Billions, not sure what to make of that one. There's billions of zombies. Okay, and then Games with Gold, making a little switcheroo yet again, right? Because it's the end of June right now, we've got July coming up. What do we have? So brand new for July, we have Inside. This is... An amazing game, at least the first two-thirds of it. The last third, kind of trippy. I uh, didn't like it. It was kind of weird. <laughs> but overall, the game's well done. And for something that has, like, no talking in the entire game, it conveys a lot of information, conveys a lot of weirdness in the second half. Really funky ending. It just, if I was to explain the ending in... Inside terms, which is basically no speech, it would be question mark, exclamation, question mark, exclamation, exclamation, question mark. That would be how I would describe it. All right, so um, for Xbox One, again, we have Inside, then Big Crown Showdown. Uh, then on Xbox 360 and Back Compat, we have Castlevania Symp- Symphony of the Night. That's Pat, and that is all. All right. Uh, then, uh, lastly, if you're making any purchase on Amazon, great way to support the show is use our affiliate link. You can find that on our 
Facebook group and on our website. Just click on the Amazon store that applies to you and then uh, use that each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon. It helps us out a lot. Also, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find us in the store, give us a five-star ranking, rating and all, and then uh, a review gets us boosted in the rankings there. And then follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. And thanks to learn your lesson for the music. So that's it for uh, episode 534, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, 534. Uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And then uh, catch you all next week. And Mark will be back. All right, everybody. Have a good one. And uh, happy 4th of July to everybody here in the United States that celebrates. Out.